Hi, I'm Brand, and I love Lifetime Christmas movies. I'm Patrick Serrano, and I am a Lifetime movie expert. I'm Dan, and I despise Lifetime Christmas movies, and this is the Deck the the Lifetime Lifetime Encore Encore Podcast! Podcast. Oh! Uh. Uh. Hello, everybody! How are we today? It feels good. It feels good to be here on a Saturday talking about Lifetime Christmas movies. Patrick, happy Saturday to you, buddy. It's been a week. Been quite a week. Oh, yeah? A lot on your plate this week? Are you okay? Oh, just my mortal enemy, Candace Cameron Bray, was coming out hot. That's well, right. Uh, so it's been a, it's been a, a long week following that story, you know, and uh, you know, making sure that uh, we're keeping up with with Candace. Yeah, you you, with Candace. We got to reprise but, uh, the song. I saw she, that on what the What she say? What what she say, Candace Cameron Bray? But you know what, Patrick? There's um uh, the hot news all week, but also knowing that the movies wait for no man. Uh, there's movies keep right. coming out and you can't fall behind cause that's a slippery slope, especially yeah. heading into Thanksgiving week. Yeah. How are you doing? Are you, are you, did, did, did the week of news, did it catch up with you or are you, are you caught up with the movies? So had to bust out the screeners this week, yep. you know, to get ahead of it before Thanksgiving. Cause I want to have a social life, uh, you know, going to Thanksgivings and friends givings and you know, all the givings. Yep. So had to, uh, stay up late some nights and, uh, sit on my laptop and watch it like in a little tiny box, uh, and write, uh, write them out. But yeah, I think without that luxury, I don't know if I would survive. Yeah, oh, wow. the, the the lifetime the lifetime screener page is a top notch. Yeah, we talked about it before. It just makes me angry. Hallmark can't do that for us at Deck the Hallmark. I mean, I don't have to watch the lifetime movies. This doesn't help me at all. Yeah, but the Hallmark situation, man. But it's great. It's real nice. So I'm happy that you're doing well, buddy. I know this is, this is a lot. We I don't I don't have to watch every lifetime Christmas movie. Um, but but you right. do, and you choose to also watch all the Hallmark movies, which is a choice. So yeah. are, are you a, like a is it like two a day? Like what are we doing? Are you two two movies a day? Is that about right? <laughs> Yeah, you know, and I don't even watch them, like, all in one sitting. Like, I'll do, like, 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there. Like, it is uh, whenever I can. If you just see me, like, in public, like, looking at my phone, I'm probably watching a Christmas movie, uh, you know. (laughs) Or you're just walking, walking the streets of Chicago watching a Christmas movie. Yeah, thanks to uh, Philo, Philo. Thanks, Philo. Philo and Philo. The nice thing about the nice thing about Philo when you're watching it on your phone, at least this is how it is on my iPhone, is I can um, I can swipe and it makes it to where the screen stays with me, and so I can like pull up my notes app and have the movie still going. I can take the notes. That's nice. So we're really we're really evolving over here with the technology. So that's a nice the nice feature to have the picture. And picture, I like that a lot. <laughs> it's a new, it's a new thing we're trying. There you go. Picture and picture, picture and picture. Well, well, for a long Do you time, remember when that came out on pi- TV? Picture and picture wow. for TV was fantastic, but I think it's like actually useful. Like yes. picture and picture on TV was always like there's a, too much going there's on. There's a lot. No going one on enjoyed that. Over the top of <laughs> no one, it, it's a no mess. one enjoys yeah. that. No. But this is actually helpful because it's still like a good size, and I have the notes down there, and I'm I'm good. I'm good. Love it. 
I'm good. Um, yeah. We got a we got a home a homecoming of reindeer games to talk about today. Is that correct, Patrick? Oh yeah, this one was very well publicized um, for Lifetime. They had Sarah Drew out there doing all the press. You know, she isn't a problematic. Uh, you know, person, so she didn't really get a lot of traction from the press. Yeah, I hate that but for her. She was, she was there. Yeah, yeah she was. Know, there. She was there, and competing with Lindsay Lohan the same week. That's they were right. trying to do yeah. the same. Like two redheads. Like, what are Ugh. we going to do? We can't have two redheads on the show. That's uh, tough, man. That's too much. But she wrote this one, uh, correct? And I think she's also like yeah. an EP on it. So she was busy. With I wish baby. she was in more Hallmark. She's great when and we see her great. on Hallmark. So I'm, I'm interested to hear the take on this one. Yeah, I mean, I think she's doubling down on Lifetime, and I don't know if she has a multi-picture deal, but she did do that other one earlier this year where, like, her husband stole her kids and took them to Greece, and she couldn't get them back, so yeah. she's, she's doing We've all been there. We've all she's been there. Uh, let's let's That's what we say at Lifetime. <laughs> Lifetime is... Oh, just making movies that relate to yeah. as many That's people right. as possible. That's their goal. Uh, let's talk. Let's yeah. talk about this one, buddy. Let's uh, di- dive into it. Uh, give Dan the quick four one one on who's who in this. Good one. use of four one one there, Thank buddy. You. The four eleven. Yes. So we have Reindeer Games Homecoming, which stars Sarah Drew, who we know from Grey's Anatomy, the redhead. Also from Grey's Anatomy, Justin Brewing, and um, iconic gay legend Brian Sills. I don't know who that is. Brian Sills? Yeah. Well, this is the thing. He's not a legend yet. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. I was about to say, like, uh, man, a legend's out there, huh? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I just realized um, is this is my first sighting of the uh, fingerless gloves for the season. It's always a good time when I get to see it. Oh, there that's he right. Is. There he is. There he is. Madonna. Madonna. Yes. <laughs> Um, you know, and these gloves were a gift from Brian Sills, my iconic gay friend. Wow. Um, not really, but but I'm sure he would give me a gift or something. <laughs> but this man is in so many Christmas movies as the gay role. He is my personal, uh, you know, like someone you emulate or somebody like you want to be. He's living my, my dream life. So right here. I just want to be clear. You don't know Brian Sills at all. Correct. We are friends on Instagram. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair that enough. means less. Does though. that count? No. It means because you're yeah. not you're not friends on Instagram. You follow each other. On I do love the idea of Patrick like stalking mm, the streets true. of Chicago <laughs> with fingerless gloves, watching a Christmas movie, muttering to himself, and people are like, "Classic Chicago." Am I right? There is something about Patrick and fingerless gloves that I imagine he just dances down the streets of Chicago <laughs> in these gloves. Totally. That, it's- it's called choreo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's choreo. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, do you want to give a shout out to the person who actually gifted those to you or no? Just going to keep it at Brian Sills, I think. Yeah, I think Brian, Brian Sills. But for real, this man, if there's a gay, like, in shopkeeper, if there's a gay, uh, you know, best friend, he's there. And he's actually Sarah Drew's best friend um, in real life. Whoa! Oh, in real life. I bet he's given Sarah Drew some fingerless gloves. Totally, totally. That's like their their in joke, you know. They're like, let's be like Patrick, and they <laughs> wear fingerless gloves now. That's their thing, one hundred percent. And this aired on Saturday, uh, a, lot, a week ago, right? Oh, this guy was in. Uh, we wish you a merry Christmas on Pal- uh, Palaha's movie. Oh. He was an innkeeper in that movie. There you go. Yeah. Yes, he does. He does the Hallmark. He does the Lifetime. He is a Canadian 
<laughs> and he, and he was gay. Yeah. So there you go. There it is. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Represent. It's like Celine Dion, Brian Sills. <laughs> in there too somewhere. <laughs> That's it. What you, you did know. was you took the scale of that hierarchy and you just like went down to one one percent, so it looked like <laughs> Celine Dion and Brian. There's a few names in between there, but that is the basic idea of what we're yeah. saying. Yeah. Basic, basic. Yeah, idea. you got it. You yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's jump into the movie now that we know who our players are, and like you know, these are these are big big people. I think this might be the peak peak lifetime people. Peak um, lifetime people. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, okay, so we have Sarah Drew. She's playing Mackenzie or Mac, uh, and Sarah Drew is not um, like canon yet to just be Sarah Drew. So we're gonna call her Mac for this recap. Um, she's like running. You, What's you know it take? What's it movies? take to get it to where we just call her Sarah Drew? What does she have to do? Um, I think she needs to do a reality show. Okay, fair, fair. That's good. As long as I know I, the bar. I think. Yeah, once you're on like VH1, like what's that celebrity one with uh, Flavor Flav? <laughs> surreal yeah. life. When, yeah. when yeah. you're on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're on the surreal life, then then your name only. <laughs> Flavor Flav. Um, Gosh, I love Flavor Flav. <laughs> so, so, yeah, throw back there. She's running. She's running at the beginning of the movie. And this is a movie trope in horror movies that shows that she is a strong, independent woman who is fit and healthy and ready to run away from the bad guys, okay? That's right. Good to know. That's right. But she's also running around town, Yeah, and everybody's, like, pointing out, like, yep, you got it this year. You got it this year, Mac. Like, they're all cheering her on like she's running the New York City Marathon or something like that, which, basically, let's be honest, is what the reindeer games are all about. Yeah, it's, like, basically a, a competition where you're doing – Christmasy things that are athletic. So um, we'll get to it. Uh, She also like knows everyone in the town. So she's like waving and like she runs by the fire station and like they're all like hosing each other down, like Mm. getting real sexy over there. I think we watched a different cut. (laughs) You know, (laughs) right. Exactly. Um, And she uh, has the traditions of the of the reindeer games, and her father was like an iconic reindeer games person, and he was a firefighter, I think, or something. And he has like <laughs> he was either a firefighter also, or he was, he was a reindeer iconic either. reindeer games person. Yeah, yeah, he like was competitor? a reindeer, like competitor, competitor. Yeah, he like oh, always right. won, and gotcha. it was something that she like looked forward to with her dad, and a tradition they shared, and like he he started pretty much. He is the reindeer. So next, of the reindeer we days. cut to <laughs> we cut to a movie star named Chase Weston, and he's looking for his next role. And he's on the phone with his agent, and he's like, "What's going to happen? Am I going to get the the audition?" And the agent is terrible at her job. She is just like playing Candy Crush on her phone and just Ugh. being like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll call tomorrow." Like, unbelievable, a clearly bad agent. Mm. I love yeah. Candy Crush. I had to delete it from my phone. <laughs> really? Right? Yeah. I've never played it. Was it that yeah. big of a problem? It wasn't a I, uh no, it wasn't a problem. <laughs> I, okay, so I, it was a problem. No, no, no. I'm not a I I find there's something about phone games that I can't 
I, I just feel like I'm wasting my time. I know I waste my time in so many other ways on yeah, my phone. of course. But there's something about it being a game that I if I do it for 10 minutes, I'm like, this is not fruitful. So I, I, I it right. wasn't taking up a ton of my, ton of extra time. Let me time. get back to that Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, let me get back to my 10th Christmas movie today. Yeah. Let me get back to that Dash and Lily rewatch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, and those those phone games help you feel like you're being productive when you're like doing a, a movie watch, you know, you're doing something else at the same time. Did you so play the Candy Crush? The, Do you the, play the Candy Crush, Patrick? No, I play RuPaul's Drag Race. So There's a phone game just, uh, for RuPaul's Drag Race. Is it an actual is it, an, is it a race? race? Like what are you racing? <laughs> Oh, there's no racing in Drew, RuPaul's Drag Race. It's just a pun. And um, you just put on outfits and then compete. And, you know, there's like two drag queens. And then if your drag queen wins, then you win. And it's so fun. To be clear, I did know that about the show. I thought maybe when they made a mobile game version, yeah. they made it a race. The two uh, but this sounds way more dress fun. up oh. and then they both get in cars. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. It's not. So it's not are you playing cars. against someone else in the RuPaul's Drag Race? Or are yeah. you just, so it's someone you else against out real there. People. And they're dressing up a, an yeah. avatar and you're dressing up an avatar. And then a computer mm -hmm. basically decides which, who wore it better, basically. Yep. And you go totally. up the rankings. So fun. Oh, I'm like one of the best drag queens in the world, okay? Wow. Cut that. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, you, we got it. Do you, do <laughs> yeah. you have... Although, um, I, to be fair, I would make a very ugly woman. Just look at me. Picture Tori Spelling. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. It's not great. Don't, don't sell yourself okay. short, Patrick. Do you have like a name? It's like, fine. can we look you up and like uh, play against you? Is it called playing? I don't, I don't think it's like that, but my drag name is Selma Body. Selma Body? <laughs> yeah, Selma Body. So, you know, that's great. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you got to you got to be creative, you guys. I don't know if that's creative or not. Uh, let's go with uh sell sell my body. <laughs> All right, we are so sidetracked right now. <laughs> okay, but who's not Selma Body is Chase Weston. That's right. The movie star who has no jobs, but maybe if he was Selma Body, he would get more jobs. <laughs> and he decides to go back to his hometown, uh, as you do, and the first stop he goes to is his high school, which I was like, no, don't go to your high school. And he's like, hanging out and then all of a sudden he's like in the door and you, you see Sarah Drew who is a teacher at the school she teaches science and Brian Sills um he is also a teacher and they're like oh my god it's Chase Weston um because they had a big crush on him in school and he's like actually very nice and like they were clearly nerds in high school um and he was popular but he's so nice to them and like hugs them he like lifts Brian Sills up and like spins him around and and Brian still is like overjoyed. I'm like, this is so true to life, you know? Amen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We love it. We love it. it happens all the time. Um, but, and uh, I don't, I didn't write down, oh, the Brian Sills character's name is Simon. And he's like, my husband is a big fan of Chase Weston movies. And then he's like, uh, hey, um, Mac, you should get with Chase, like right at the top. Yeah, just why not? Just why don't, why don't just you go for it? Go for it. Give romance a go, you know? That's what I always say. <laughs> yeah. 
And she's like, no, he, she doesn't want to do this because he, uh, like stole her science project or something like took credit for the science project, something with a science project in high school. And she's like still upset about it. Yeah, they're rivals. They were rivals back in the day. A lot of high school rivals mm, yeah. in these movies. Did yeah, you have in a Mary rival? Measure. In Mary I don't have, I've never had a, a rival really in my life, but Time out. when you were McNasty on the oh. courts, you didn't have, well, uh, everybody was, who was a rival. that Brian Henderson or the guy, who uh, was Brandon being, Kaiser, Brandon Kaiser. He yeah. wishes he was my rival. <laughs> Uh, there, that, there is a great bit in here though. It's like, um, rival, rival, uh, implies that there was competition or something like that, which is a great line. It made me laugh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so did you have a rival growing up, Patrick? Did you have one? Oh yeah. Of course. Who, one, one of my rivals had the same backpack as me. What? what? Oh man. Yeah. Over the shoulder from gap. <laughs> over the shoulder from gap. I can't believe someone else that had that. Is there a backpack that isn't over the shoulder? <laughs> it's called a backpack. Well, oh, it, <laughs> like a one strap. One shoulder. One shoulder. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One strap. Right. Like, a, like a Jack Bauer situation. Okay. All right. That's a choice. Mm -hmm. That's a choice there for sure. <laughs> and when you have the same backpack, you're automatically a rival. So that's just how it goes. That's right. That's right. How Fair it so. goes. Yeah. So, yes, they are rivals. And Mac... Uh, goes to visit her dad's friends and it's two, two older guys. They like play cards in a garage or whatever. And Sarah, Sarah drew or Mac uh, meets up with them and hangs out and they do like a shot in his honor, which I thought was nice. Yeah. Sure. Right. Let's so we were going to do a shot in your rival's honor, but right. then we decided not to. Once we found out that you, <laughs> right. that, that yeah. you guys had the same backpack. That's right. We couldn't. Oh, we, we call no, 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 no. So I call that off immediately. Over no. the shoulder gap? <laughs> um, but they're like, okay, well, you know, we're excited for you to do this and win the games. And she's like, I'm going to. So we cut right to the first event of the winter game or the reindeer game. Sorry. And it's a polar plunge. Oh, oh boy. Right out of the plunge. gate, polar plunge. Right You're not of. building up to the polar plunge. First... First game of the you reindeer get, games? You got to get rid of the, the wusses. Wow. You know what I mean? S just separate yeah. them so out. So each team has their teams, and one person doesn't show up on Max team. So uh, Chase has a nephew who is on Sarah Drew's team, right, or Max team. And um, they're like, we don't have anyone. What are we going to do? And they look at Chase and like, you have to help us. You have to help us do this. And at first he's like, no, but then he takes his shirt off. Uh -huh. and he's like, I'm oh, down. look out. And, you know, we love a shirtless hunk on Lifetime, but to escalate this or like to elevate it to the next level, they had a fan, a fainting fan, like <laughs> a fan girl. And she's like, oh my God, it's Chase. And when he takes off his shirt, she faints. Full, just full on collapses. Yeah, and if you squint real hard, yes. you can tell that that it was Patrick in the crowd, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I know that the person. reason I bring this up is because this is a bit that is repeated multiple times. Really? Yeah. Throughout the movie, with the same the same extra. Yeah. Man. I 
loved this extra. She was amazing. There's a, uh, this person has a problem, but I do, I also do love it. It's, <laughs> it's this background actor showed up for the $10 an hour and was like, Hey, see, here's the deal. Here's what we're going to have you do yeah. for your hundred dollars a day. Uh, you're going to, in all of these scenes, you're going to do multiple takes of fainting on command. That should get a bigger payday than that. Right? No. Um, yeah, she should have had a name, a backstory, <laughs> but for now, she, we'll wait till next year. We'll write, we'll write that one for her next year. Um, so they all do the polar plunge. Everyone gets all wet and they're cold and, you know, it's like a sexy time. Um, and that's like the polar plunge. I guess maybe one team doesn't do it and they get eliminated. Uh, one already. team plunges a little bit less than the other plunges. It's less plunge. It's a less plunge. It's a plunge. So they're out of here just like that. Someone's got to get eliminated. Let's get eliminated. Yeah, somebody gets eliminated from this. Wow. So. Okay. All right. You yeah. say so. And, you know, we're going to get eliminated to a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> How was that segue? That's so good. We'll Terrible. be right back. <laughs> Oh, we are back from our plunge. We were eliminated, but now we're rejuvenated. Yes, that's we're right. back. We polar plunged our way back from a break. That's right. <laughs> yes. Thank you for rolling with my transitions. You know, I'm new to this, uh, you know, sponsorship thing. So, uh, yeah. Um, so jumping back into the movie, um, the next task of the reindeer games is to... Um, like come up with like a costume contest kind of like basically they're going to wear costumes related to a Christmas Carol and do like, uh, I don't know, Brand, what did they end up doing? Like actually in the contest tug of war or something or a uh, yeah. So they yeah. Dress up like Charles Dickens characters and do a tug of war. Yeah. It's like part costume contest, part physical challenge. So it doesn't matter if you win the tug right. of war or not if you're dressed better. It, if well, if you are, if you come in your street clothes, you're not able to, you're not able to tug. Yeah. To be able to tug, you have to come ready to play. Yeah, and like it can be an abstract. You don't have to be like 1800s Dickens. You could be like, um, what's a theme in a Christmas Carol? Uh, presents, poverty, like a Christmas present. <laughs> right you could dress like you know i don't know fingerless gloves and then that might be an advantage so that's true let me get this straight we we come out of the gate with polar plunge and then after that to back that up we go to the dress in some sort of dickensian theme tug of war yeah yeah yeah, yeah. basically i don't know i don't i feel like it was like a race yeah i don't know like don't a relay know. race or I something so i don't know Here's a here's a hint, Dan. The games don't matter at okay. all, all right. in this well, movie. What's weird is is that's the title of the movie, Patrick. And so I'm assuming that the games do matter in this movie. Well, what? I mean, I today I was like rewatching, and I'm like, I don't even remember who wins. <laughs> I don't even know. I better check my notes. Well, I think the problem here, guys, is that that life is a game. Okay, life. Mm -hmm. so, so I think, you think life is like a big reindeer game. The the reindeer games are a metaphor for life. Yeah, here. Okay, so yes, but it's more focusing. The movie is focusing on uh, Mac and Chase, like kind of talking and like working out the 
the stuff that went down in high school, like she doesn't trust him because like he ditched her and it was popular and Mm -hmm. she thought they had a good connection, which they do. They have like a, you know, a good chemistry and the, the actors like definitely are very comfortable with each other. So it's more showcasing that relationship than gotcha. focusing on the gotcha. games. Right? I want to throw something out here. I want to set this up for you guys and see what you think. So Chase, yep. after the race, they're all hanging around the tr- the track and field area. After and the race. Yeah, after the, the Charles Dickens race. So the Charles Dickens tug of I war I think it was race. a race, not okay. a tug of war. All right, Patrick, one of you's way off, so that's fine. Somebody fact check us in the chat. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. they, they're talking, and people keep coming up and asking for pictures, and so he's like, hey, let's go over here real quick. And he takes her to the announcer's box above yeah. the track and field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a couple in there that's making out and they run away. And she's like, oh, you brought me to the old makeout area. And he's like, I never used this area for making out. I used it for like thinking. And I'm like, I don't know, Chase. I'm not buying that from you, Bucker, right? Like that guy, that guy definitely made out in the, in the announcement box, right? Well, here's a hot, hot take. Um, the football, whatever, announcer room is glass right? right that's a terrible place to make out yeah you well, have to go to the boiler room okay the well. boiler room <laughs> right patrick uh, the boiler room uh, is where you make out it's that's, common knowledge the bo- I, I've never I don't even know where this. my school's bo- that's a north that's a north is. situation yeah i don't, we don't have boiler yeah, i don't even know what here. a boiler room is you got to, literally the only thing i know about a boiler room is it was a movie about stocks with Giovanni Rabisi and Ben Affleck. That's all I know about Boiler Room. I got nothing else. It's where like the ra- it's where like the radiator like steam yeah, comes. That's a you north know? Thing. So it's, it's warm yeah. and you're in the basement. It's dark. Are you writing that's a, where it, a lifetime movie called Boiler Room? <laughs> Love in the Boiler I should, Room. I should. I yeah. should. There's, yeah. Surely uh, there's a movie. Christmas in the Boiler Room. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Christmas in the boiler Christmas room. in the Boiler Room. I love it. But anyway, yeah, they talk basically. Yes, <laughs> that's what you need to they know. They do, and and Mac has a letter. Okay, she has a letter from her father that she carries around the whole movie. He wrote her a letter every Christmas um, that said like nice things about her. And when he died, because of course he's dead, um, she didn't open it, and she just carries it with her and can't bring herself to open the letter. There's a lot of pressure when you always have your father's dying letter on your body because the amount of stuff that I've had in my pockets that I forget about and I watch them and I get them out and I'm like, Oh, I forgot. Oh, there's where that is. She like always has it with her, which just seems reckless. Yeah. You need either you either need to keep that in a safe place at your house or laminate laminate it. that bad boy like they did the plane tickets. <laughs> That's exactly right. You can't just be going all willy nilly with with your dad's dying letter, right? Just Was it just around. me? Seemed reckless. Yeah, and it's it's pristine. It's like a pristine letter. <laughs> so do you like think she made a copy of the, the box? She, she made, made a copy, but she never read it. Yeah, she just made a <laughs> someone made a copy and was like, "I'm going to keep the original at home." That would be a, a baller yeah. play. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. I mean, she works at a school. She has access to a copier. So. That's right. All right, why, everybody. Why you hear that? If you ever get a dying letter from your parents and you don't want to read it. I think the letter is dying. If you get a letter from your dying parents. Go ahead. 
and you're like, I don't know when I'm going to be ready to read this. Make a copy without looking. Without looking. It's one of these numbers. All above board, everything in front. Don't look. And then put it in a secret yeah. place, and then you can keep it with you whenever you want to, right. and it, you, it's not, you don't have you this, like... You don't have like, to worry about yeah. this. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> I like that. Um, and, you know, like, she... She like definitely is gonna read the letter at some point in this movie. So we're just setting it up so that Chase knows about the letter. And she also tells Chase about like her he calls her like uh pre-med or something. Yeah, pre-med. Or like he has like a nickname for her. And um I guess like she always wanted to go to med school and she kind of fell off once her dad died and she had to take care of things. Um she didn't really live out that dream of finishing med school. So um he kind of keeps asking her like what's going on with that. And, um, you know, she's like, I dreams like are not done. Like I'm, I'm like a person. I could still do this at any time. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Of course. And she does point out like she did go to med school. So uh, yeah, you can't say pre-med like you, you maybe. Yeah. Whatever. Chase, get out of here. Yeah, You're drunk. Your pre-med. Right. It, and it's like, what did you do? A movie? Okay. All right, so shirtless polar plunge. Get out of, of Right. <laughs> yeah. So Sarah Drew gets to use her Grey's Anatomy um, lingo because uh, I think her sister or someone's sister goes into labor. Chase's I think sister. it might be Chase's it's Chase's sister. sister, yes. Beginning to think tug of war. Doesn't matter. Tug of war. <laughs> I think tug of war was in one of the other ten movies Beginning that played this thing, week. Tug of war didn't happen, and we had uh, Crazy Patrick with his fingerless gloves stalking the streets of Chicago. <laughs> Patrick watches movies. these movies. Hey. Patrick watches these movies twenty minutes at a time, but also All interspersed with other yeah. movies. Yeah, so he'll do twenty minutes of this one. Twenty, 20 minutes of the. One. It's the ideal he's way to watch. Spinning all the plates. That's and he's right. like Back <laughs> over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true it's so true the, the sister doesn't matter to the plot in any way this is just a, a chance for us to see sarah drew uh going like giving like labor talk like don't push or like uh push. No push. Labor talk. i've never heard that one don't whatever you do don't, don't push, push. Well, because they're like in a car, like driving to the hospital. Okay. So she's like, don't push yet. So that's a given, um, right? Funny thing. <laughs> they're not in the backseat going, should yeah. I push yet? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, there is a funny little moment where the nephew's like, I have a learner's permit. And he, they're like, uh, okay, you can drive. Um, so he's like driving to the hospital and it's very dramatic. And then they like wheel her in the hospital and Sarah Drew's like running behind them. Like she has a... a VP of whatever, and oh, that's why I'm never going to do a medical drama. Uh, uh. Say something. Say something like she needs vital stat. Yeah, she needs vital stat. She, uh, Give me two CCs. Of one eight. Yeah, one twenty over eighty. You know, or whatever. Um, if you're giving birth but and yeah, your blood pressure is one twenty over eighty, that's impressive. I don't know anything about blood pressure. 120 over 80 standard. That's like no stress, no nothing, just hanging out. Listen, man. Right. That, that baby's going to come out. You don't got to stress. It's hard. It's real hard. It's real hard. Just easy breezy. Just, easy breezy. Just, that's, what I, that's what I always tell, told, tell my wife when she's in labor. Yeah. Just easy breezy. Easy breezy. Easy breezy. Baby's going to slide out one way or the other. Just wow. easy breezy. Wow. Yeah? No? No, probably not the best. So that's not the advice I got. I was very stressed out. It's like not getting, easy breezy. 
it's not. Yeah. Uh, the the baby stuff is like an aphrodisiac for like Mac and Chase and they like make out after because they're like so happy that the baby's born and they're like, yay. They go to the so boiler room or what? We get yeah, the- they go to the hospital boiler room. <laughs> they don't go to the boiler room, but a big lifetime banner popped up right in front of their oh kissing. Gosh, and I was dude, like, these on, banners guys. are so great. Did you see the one that somebody posted? No. In the group? No. It is, it's, it is one fourth of the screen is a preview for another movie. It is so obnoxious. So obnoxious. Yeah. So now that they're like officially in love, Chase tells Matt that he doesn't really care whatever his next movie is. He just wants to spend time with her. And Max like a little worried because she's like, you probably just caught, got caught up in the moment with the baby. And like, you know, the pregnancy like is so, uh, an aphrodisiac. And (laughs) what? But it's just like so weird that like the baby is born and then they're just like, yeah, that baby, that was so crazy. Uh, let's make out. It, yeah. it just like was not, it was very weird. Um, but he's promises her, he's like, I'm in it for you. And you know, they make out some more. He like lifts her around and spins her and it's very romantic. They're quality kisses. They're quality, quality kisses. kisses. I did see them live. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, up next is hockey. But before we do, let's kick a goal <laughs> to our next commercial break. Kick it. Goal! Go, 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 go. We did it. We kicked a goal, everybody. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, hockey or broom broom ball, whatever yes. it's called in this movie. Right, so you don't kick a hockey thing; you whack it with a stick. You whack it. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's called. Like, cacao. Yes, I'm gonna cacao the ball or the puck. Sports. Anyways, um, there's like this whole. They're all like getting ready and getting in their outfits, and then out on the ice skates playing Candy Crush, Terry, the agent. And she's like, hey, I actually did my job for once. And um, Chase, like, I hope your hometown thing's been going great and you didn't fall for, like, the local librarian. But um, I got you a three-picture deal. It's basically, like, a huge film, like a Marvel or Harry Potter. And um, you're going to be, like, so famous and rich from this. Congratulations, aren't you happy? And he's like, no, I just told Mac that. Uh, I was going to stay here forever, you know? Yeah, it was unfortunate. It was definitely unfortunate timing <laughs> to say the least. Really bad. And Mac overhears the conversation and she gets mad and she like, the, uh, the hockey puck, like right into Chase's like head. Yeah. It's like a chow situation. He, he's falling down. The, the, the fainting lady's fainting again. There's no, a lot faint. going on here. Oh, she faints again. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, she's back and she was like, no, not my, not my baby chase. <laughs> um, we love her. Love her. Uh, Mac realizes like after she, she's like, wow, I really lashed out there. What is wrong with me? Like, I'm just like losing it over you. Like, why am I so like, uh, upset about this like you leaving me oh because it's related to my father and i'm having like post-traumatic stress from that you know mm-hmm. she, yeah, she really does that. some like deep dive in like therapy stuff a lot of interesting like, it's time like, to read the i'm sorry just a lot of interesting reasonings behind 
uh, events in this movie. Just seems like at least. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I think they really are trying to justify things with like emotional weight, and yeah. like the actors do a good job. We're not doing a good job to, <laughs> depicting this to you, Dan, but the actors do do a good job with like the heaviness of like the trauma they've experienced in life. You know. Gotcha. Um, so she's like, uh, Chase, I would like you to help me read the letter. Um, and she can't like open it. She asks him to open it, and he, they pull out the letter. And, you know, you're ready for, like, this really nice moment. But the handwriting is, like, scary serial killer handwriting. And it is, like, what insane. It is, like, the scariest handwriting. It's, like, dear Mac. Like I oh, think Patrick might be was, projecting some of this onto this letter. I think most people saw the letter. It blood? No, it, like it, it, looked, it looked like random bad dude handwriting. In in a magic marker, like use a pen. Are you an adult? Like, come on. It was written in magic marker. Then I have to side with Patrick. It really was. Wow. Magic marker, like all caps. I'll screen grab it and post it and say, "Is this the the handwriting of a sociopath?" But basically, in the letter, he says that he's lucky to be her dad, and he encourages to live. life to the fullest, um, you know, and love big. Don't be afraid to go after things. Um, don't, and don't be around childbirth because, you know, that is something that really real works for our family. Sensual, yeah. it's, it's a turn on for on our side of the family. <laughs> yes. So, right. Weird. Um, she like really takes us to heart and she's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going back to med school. I'm not going to stay in this town. Yeah. Chase, go do your movie because I have my own life to live and leaves it at that, which was shocking. I was like, oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Right. She's just kind of like, listen, we've all got our things that we were passionate about and it's okay. We had a good time, but let's, let's just do what it would do what we're made to do. You know let's what I mean? Do what, our, do what we're made to do. You've got that three yeah. picture deal. I, I'm going to go do what I want to do. It's going to be great. Easy peasy. Love yes. it. Done and done. Uh, the end. <laughs> one thing from the comments that is funny. Uh, they said uh, the handwriting is of a, a, a man like on his deathbed. So yeah, I guess he was dying when he wrote <laughs> the letter. So I'll give it a pass. <laughs> oh, not creepy anymore. Is it Patrick? <laughs> right. Uh, I forgot the whole deathbed thing. Just because he's dying um, anyways, doesn't mean he's not a serial killer, though. So let's just even serial killers die. My third, my third grade teacher, Miss Preezer, would say, "There's no excuse for bad handwriting." There you go. Okay. That's exactly right. I don't know if I agree with your teacher, but that's okay. Hey, she told me uh, I should be a doctor. My handwriting's so bad. Wow, my handwriting's always mm. been atrocious. So I just don't feel like it's that important. You know, not, not anymore. Yeah. Um, so, uh, everyone tells Chase, like he's an idiot, like for going to do the movie and they're like, um, okay, like you should win Mac back. And like, they go through this whole thing of like setting up a, a way to like kind of trick her through, uh, uh, puzzle puzzles. What are those called? Oh, crossword puzzles. Um, they like have a thing with crossword puzzles because they're teachers and teachers love crossword puzzles. Apparently <laughs> um, like during their downtime at school, yeah. uh, Mac and, and Simon play crossword puzzles together. They like walk in the hallway. Like what'd you get for eight down? Oh, uh, cool. oh you're such a four across um, awesome. type of stuff. And 
the puzzle like takes her to um di- the different people we've met so the the sister with the new baby she has a clue and the people the dad's friends they have a clue and all the clues eventually lead to chase the the clues and all that are, are just stupid and you know whatever it's a christmas um, scavenger hunt of sorts ooh. yeah um but it wasn't like very fun or anything no it was not know? fun no. yeah it was sweet it was, just like, it was right. sweet but it was not yes. fun probably fun for her Sure, yeah, but like watching, I'm like, all right, let's just get to the part where they reunite and get this over with. Yeah. So Chase shows Stop up. Stop being such a four a across. No- <laughs> right. <laughs> Be more uh, of like an eight Chase down, shows- you know? There you go, there you go. Uh, Chase has a nice suit on, no tie, and he starts to talk, but um, Mac just like attacks him and like makes out with him, and she's like, shut up, we'll figure <laughs> it out later. I don't care. I'm ready to dive in headfirst into this relationship. Um, and everyone cheers. They're like, yay. And then they kiss. And um, then uh, our our guy, Brian Stills, Simon, uh, has the trophy. He's like, oh, the reindeer games. We won. Oh, they, who won? I don't know. But They won. Wow. I, I don't know who won. All that time um, making out during childbirth, I had time to win the reindeer games. Who knew? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I think that's the movie. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> he thinks. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> Probably <Pretty much>. more, but... <laughs> <laughs> but who's counting? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not confident. Okay, so on the show, we either pour it up and put a cork in it. Uh, let's start with Brand. What, what do you think? No, we got to start with Dan, because if I hear your ratings, I've Dan. not seen the movie. We start with Dan, yeah. Oh, um, you're right. So we, we'll, might, we might... Um, uh, uh, that, that's, you know, there's one thing I know about Dan is he's easily swayed by my rating. That's right. We're, it's swayed. a real Dickensian tug of war situation here. We uh, we didn't it didn't exist. Uh, so I have to put a cork in this movie. Uh, from what I've heard, this sounds awful. Um, I, the games don't matter. Um, there's a lot of weird scenes of times and justifications for when we're making out that don't make any sense. Uh, there's a letter that doesn't seem to carry a lot of weight. Um, and I, I like Sarah Drew a lot, but based upon what I've heard and that alone, it's a hard note for me. So put a cork in it. Okay. And Bran? Um, I don't think we did a good job uh, explaining, <laughs> <laughs> explaining how fun this movie is. It's a very fun movie. The two leads are a delight. I'm pouring it up. Great movie. Really, really enjoyed this movie. Great uh, yeah, movie. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. These two leads are really, really good together. Uh, and it was, a, it was a delight to watch. So uh, pouring it up. And um, I might, listen, I might pour it up in another uh, two, two full cla- glasses for me. Two full glasses. I don't know. Let's just keep pouring wow. glasses and kind of see how it, it was up. going. I had a great time. Um, so I also like the lead actors and, you know, the, the movie overall was entertaining, but I think the whole premise of the movie was the reindeer games and we didn't get enough, like, reason as to what the hell they were, <laughs> why it mattered. Um, so I would say I'm putting a cork in it. Um, because it was just like, just cut out the reindeer games. We don't Patrick. need that. Wow. Come on. I would that's a semantic have. put a, that's a semantic cork semantic because, cork. because there wasn't well, enough game. If, it, if it's the title of the movie, yeah. 
You gotta I'm, give me the reindeer. Can games. I say this? I'm with Patrick here. If you if you call something reindeer games homecoming and the game there was a homecoming the games don't make any sense he did yeah. come home i can't abide by the movie he did come home the fact so there that is a homecoming is shocking easily, yeah it could have easily been making a snowman outside building a gingerbread with you with the kids like okay can i just say can i ask you this patrick people in the chat patrick can i ask you this like it was a good movie pour it up Pour it up. I've watched it twice. They're they're missing the point of the reindeer games. We don't get to see who's saying these comments, but that's funny to me. What was the point of the reindeer games, Brand? Um, uh, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I'll just say this, Patrick. If you didn't yes. know the title of this movie, and I said, Pat, come over, we're gonna watch a movie tonight, and I put on this movie. At the end of this mm-hmm. movie, you'd pour it up though. If you didn't know the title. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. So yes, if I was if I was watching this randomly on on a Sunday and I was like, "What's on? Oh, this looks fun. This is keeping my interest." Yeah, I I would. But but you know, we have this is Lifetime's big big hit. Like this is what they're trying to put out there. We we got to do better. Better. We got to yeah. do better. Hallmark is Hallmark is is really just knocking it out of the park. They had a spy movie. They're like really playing with stuff going on. Like Lifetime's got to step it up. I'm sorry, I have high standards. Hallmark has raised the bar, and I I say this with only 16 movies into the season, has raised the bar of the TV Christmas movie this year. Mm-hmm. They have. Yeah, I agree. Period. I mean, it's they, like it's like Lifetime is so behind the curve on on this at with this season, like. Yeah. Uh, they're still doing the same old thing. And Hallmark is like, let's do something different. Um, so I like the different, I understand that like there's comfort in the, the, you know, routine of Christmas movies, but a little interesting or at least make it make sense. I, um, yeah, I, I think that lifetime, like I, I thought that this movie was fantastic, but I, I do think that lifetime would, it would, uh, it would behoove them to, do something totally different, right? Like, like make them like, I still think that lifetime should just make lifetime crime movies, but set at Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. At least a few of them. Right. Like, I feel like that should be their thing. Like a a standard lifetime viewer that loves the true crime stuff doesn't care about this stuff. Right. Like, right. Is it just me that thinks this? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I, there is a, a market for for Lifetime Christmas movies, but I, it just hasn't clearly been defined what that is. So, you know. But, like, look at look at Die game, Hard. Like, fine. look at Die Hard, which is just, you know, Classic. it's not a great example because it's not a, like a life. But what I'm saying is, is you can do whatever you want to. And call it a Christmas Set it movie. at Christmas. That's right. And people will consider it a Christmas movie. So yeah. you can do that Lifetime. You can have somebody get kidnapped and thrown in the boiler room and ha- just put a Christmas tree down there. And we're happy. Like we're, we're in for that. Yes. I mean, they do have sleigh bells coming in December, so we'll see how that goes, but yeah. You but know, that's on the um, lifetime movie network, right? Which is right. Different. They're yeah. That's their, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yes, was it the worst movie I've ever seen? No. Was it, am I going to pour it up and be like, you got to watch this movie. I, I think you could skip it. Wow, there you go. That's I all I needed. But let me ask you this: That's I haven't I seen uh, all of the Lifetime movies so far. I've only seen Swissmas, but this is way better than Swissmas. 
Oh yes, way better than Swiss. Whiskey. How is it? How is it other... with the other ones? Is this uh, in the? Is there's, what's there's better than one this? called? Well suited for Christmas that I thought was really fun. It was like a fashion designer kind of one. Um, that one was good. Were you playing uh, RuPaul on your phone while you watched that one? <laughs> if this movie had I more Selma played. body in it, it would be. Uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Selma body is here for every Christmas movie. Okay, um, but yeah, I would say this is in like my top uh, three of five. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I, I don't yeah. know. I was really high on this. Like, this is one of the better ones. I think this is up in the top five of the year for like even Whoa. though. Yeah, I think it's. I really enjoy. Are it. you serious? Yeah. Man, I, don't know. I feel like I, I've never. I feel like I have to watch this movie now because the two of you, I've never had this far apart. And then the synopsis we got was, I didn't want any part of it. But like the comments over here, which are all just Facebook user, everybody, I can't see who's, who the names are, but I can see that everyone over here is like, don't skip it, watch the movie, pour it up, that it's really good. I, like, I feel yeah. like I need to watch it. I don't know if I'm going to, but I well, feel like I know, need to. <laughs> that's the thing. We all have our opinions and that's totally valid to, you know, either pour it up or put a cork in it. It's up to you. We, we we did it, but do you, I just want to put it on the record that if this had a different title, you would have poured it up, and I just want well, that. He on the still record. said that you is, could skip it. He still said you could skip it, and it was in his top three of five. Which is in, <laughs> it's in his top top sixty percent, not even the top half. Brad. Top three of five. <laughs> skip it. <laughs> okay. I might be a little jaded this year. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, decorate, I'm gonna get out my manger and put my little baby Jesus out, and I think that will help me uh, get in the, right. the Christmas spirit. Yeah, Maybe I'm not there yet for some reindeer games. Got it. Is there any uh, so far that you would say don't skip it? <laughs> Statistically, I'm unsure. Yeah, well suited for Christmas. Okay, don't skip that one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> my times have not been great. <laughs> You can skip that one too. Don't, don't watch it. Don't buy. Bing, 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 bing. That's funny. I'm hoping our next movie, the movie we're covering, uh, the Santa Boots. Is it Santa Boots? Santa Boots. Santa, the Santa Boot Boots. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Sir, I want to buy Santa Boot Camp with uh, Rita Moreno. I'm hoping that one's gonna gonna lift my spirits. And then we got Mario Lopez, who can't lose. So you know, we got some good ones coming. Clear Fingers eyes, full crossed. heart. Yes, yeah, Santa Boot Camp is uh, is next next Saturday, and then the following week we're off because we have a, a thousand Hallmark channels to do. Uh, but that's okay. that's where that's that's where we are. Um, so Santa Boot Camp, be sure to DVR that on the Philo. Watch it this week, and then we'll be back next Saturday with that one. Patrick, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving next week. Can't wait to chat with you uh, gobble, next gobble. Saturday. Goddle, 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 goddle was what I'm saying. Uh, until then, it was first to wish you a <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. The that Sounds Fun podcast It's produced by Tracy Noah's name. It's recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, Thanks so much for your support.